Hi, I'm Tom Coffin, CEO and President and Co-Founder of Simply Reliable Incorporated. Welcome to the Smartpreneur Podcast. What's a smartpreneur, you might ask? Well, a smartpreneur, in our opinion, is someone that focuses on working on their business, not just in their business. And our Smartpreneur Podcasts are designed to bring you some relevant information each week about your business and different parts of that business. It could be marketing, it could be workflow, it could be labor, uh, it could be business operations, many things that we'll talk about each week on the podcast. You can also check out our Smartpreneur blog at simplyreliable.com. And of course, our Smartpreneur podcast is brought to you by Simply Reliable, makers of Smart Office and Design Machine, the complete end-to-end -end solution for business process for systems integrators. So thanks for joining us today, and I hope you enjoy the show. This week on the Smartpreneur Podcast, our guest is Chris Smith. Chris is the co-founder and CEO of The Co-Team. Please welcome Chris Smith. Well, hi, Chris. How are you? I'm doing well, Tom. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for being with us again. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Well, Smartpreneurs, uh, we've got another great show for you again today. Uh, we're talking with Chris Smith of the Co-Team. And Chris's latest Smartpreneur blog is called, Is This My Client? And I encourage you to uh, head over to simplereliable.com and click on resources and, and read it. But we're going to dig just a little bit deeper and and get into the mind of Chris and have him explain a little, a little deeper what he's talking about. So let's get started, Chris. So let's think about this, and I think a, a, probably a good question to ask would be, well, why shouldn't a smartpreneur go after any and all opportunities? You know, close every sale there is out there in, in, that's possible to close. It seems really tempting to do exactly that. In fact, most people who start their businesses are really great salespeople and they really love to sell. And in fact, the idea of not closing a sale is really terrifying to them. It, it feels like maybe they're failing or they could have done more. And what I've come to realize coaching many businesses and many business owners is how many people, business owners are unhappy because they're trying to close all the sales, because they're taking any customer that comes their way with any project of any scope and size. And what I realized was that they needed to have some sense of criteria for what types of projects they should or shouldn't accept to make sure that they were actually running a good and profitable business and making customers happy. That makes perfect sense. So uh, in the blog, you list uh, some questions that that uh, one should ask themselves uh, in order to really decide, you know, is this is this my client or not? Can you take us through those? Sure. The first one is, does the client or project fit my core products or brands? Now, I think you can look at these in terms of different categories, you know, networks, control, audio, video, et cetera. And the statement isn't, do they do all of the categories or do the best level of something in every category? But if they're looking to do a control four system and you're a savant dealer, that's a no-go. <laughs> Same way in the inverse. And so I think they really do have to fit the brands and the products that you're good at selling. 
The next one is, does it fit my service standard? So for instance, if we go and install a system, but yet it's not a brand or product we have access to to service after the fact, that's gonna be hugely problematic. Or if my technicians are trained on how to service that thing, that's gonna be hugely problematic. Uh, the next is, is the customer on board with your strategy, solution, or method? Sometimes we present how we're going to conquer a problem or satisfy a customer's need. And the customer says, yeah, I don't wanna do it that way. I wanna do it this way. Well, okay, we're gonna have an immediate issue because we're not gonna be able to deliver on the way that the customer sees it playing out. And in fact, the customer's request may be absolutely incorrect or wrong. Um, and we may have a strategy that's significantly better than theirs. If, if we start off the engagement under those pretenses, chances are it's not gonna go very well. After that, is the customer pleasant to work with? And do we see zero red flags uh, in that respect? In our company, actually anybody in the company had the ability to wave the flag and say, this person or their spouse is problematic and we don't like it. Um, because if it wasn't good at the get-go, it definitely wasn't gonna get better along the way. Yeah. Um, is the customer willing to pay what you need to be profitable? So it's possible that the customer is great in all these other ways, but they don't wanna pay what it actually takes to do the job well. And that's an immediate no-go for me because all that's gonna to lead to is problems down the line. Uh, next is, can we deliver the work on time and on budget? Now this is a variable because in one quarter, maybe the answer is yes, and in another quarter, maybe the answer is no. Um, maybe it's possible that we have bandwidth to do the job this quarter, but maybe next quarter we don't. And so really understanding if you can meet the timeline constraints and the budgetary constraints. Uh, for instance, if we have to um, deliver the project by using subcontractors, is that gonna cost us more? And therefore, can we not deliver the project on budget? Um, and then the last one is, can we make the client happy or avoid disappointing the client? Now, I'm pretty sure we've all encountered some clients that are what are called chronic malcontent. In other words, they're never going to be happy. It doesn't matter who they are or what they do or what you do. Um, and in other cases, I think there's instances where the customer could absolutely be made happy, but the things that we're doing, installing the wrong products, doing them in too quick of a way, doing them in a method that isn't our standard, is innately going to make the customer frustrated. And so if I look at each of these system questions and I can't answer yes, I pass. You pass, right? Yep. That, but that really brings me back to the days. You know, I, um, I was involved with a certain company a long time ago and, and they just couldn't say no. You know, can you, uh, but this was, a, you know, luckily we've, we're past that all today. Hopefully everybody out there has passed this. I always say, if you're in the custom installation business, you're working your way out of business. If you're in the systems integration business, you know, you can succeed. What we did in the early days was, uh, yeah, 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 we can make that work. You know, we'll figure it out. And uh, so we just sold bleeding edge stuff and, and and tried to get into disciplines that you, you know, you weren't quite comfortable with yet. Uh, one thing I do still hear a lot about is, uh, and just scares me every time someone says this is, you know, well, what do you carry? And, and they say, well, we carry Control 4 and Savant and Crestron and AMX and Elon and RTI and URC. You know, okay, why? Well, because it depends on what the customer wants. It's like, well, who's in charge of the sale here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fundamentally, and, and we actually bring this up um, in, in another uh, in another 
episode that you're going to talk about, which is training matrix. But imagine as a business, you need to train all of your staff on each of those brands every time there's model changes and product changes and new technology series. I just, I don't see how it's even remotely practical and it's for sure not profitable. Right. Right. Well, to wrap things up, um, can you maybe paint a picture of what business life looks like? Okay. When they're using this strategy and then on the, you know, on the flip side, you know, what does it look like when you're not using that strategy? I think the using the strategy for sure makes you more profitable, right? Because you're not losing out on opportunity costs of doing jobs that are fundamentally not profitable. But net net, you actually make your clients more happy because you find the people that are aligned to what you're doing and what you're good at. And you make your staff happy because you're aligned to what you're good at and what they're good at. Um, and if your clients are in a happy place, your staff's going to be in a happy place and vice versa. On the flip side of all of this, if you don't pay attention to these elements and you ignore those warning signs, you're going to disappoint clients. It's going to cost your referral sources. You're going to have frustrated employees with a higher turnover rate because they're having to deal with all of this stuff. You're not going to be able to scale for sure because you're going to be chasing your tail in all these different ways. And your business will just fundamentally be less profitable and less efficient. And those are all things that don't sound like a great time to me. So I try to avoid all of them. <laughs> I hear you. Uh, happy customer, happy, uh, happy employees, happy life, right? I think so. Yeah. Well, great. Thank you, Chris, for being with us today. Smartpreneurs, I hope you really enjoyed this. And Chris, if they wanted to reach out and, and talk with you a little bit more, or perhaps engage you in, in uh, some conversation about their business, what's the best way for them to get, to get a hold of you? You can see us at www.thecoteam.com, or you can reach me at chris at thecoteam.com. Excellent. Thanks again. And Smartpreneurs, thanks for being with us. Uh, join us again next time on Simple Reliable's Smartpreneur Podcast. Uh, keep, keep it going. Keep on selling, and we'll see you soon.